man. It's Saturday, uh, April the 29th at like, I don't know, five, six in the afternoon. I'm just getting off my hike. Uh, and you said you wanted to get on and get recording right away. There's some stuff going down and I think you're right, man. What's going on? Well, there's a big auction going on today, uh, Ray, and maybe we should be bidders. What do you think? Uh, First Republic is uh, looking like the FDIC has come along and said, okay, who wants to bid? And it's got to be done by tomorrow. Um, what are your thoughts here? I I think you're right. I think if they wait until Monday for the market to open, kinds of circuit breakers are going to go off. <laughs> Um, so yeah, they got to get this deal done by, you know, Monday morning when the market opens. Um, yeah, that's, that's a for sure. Well, who are they protecting? Uh, the FDIC has gone ahead and said, uh, you know, first Republic, uh, we saw that, uh, SVB failed. FDIC stepped in. We saw signature mm-hmm. bank failed. FDIC steps in. And then they uh, say, hey, we got to try to do something to try to really make sure this doesn't turn into contagion. And they say, okay, what can you do, big banks? Jamie Dimon comes along, helps orchestrate something with Janet Allen to end up saying, hey, $30 is what you need. But did they know that $100 billion had come out in deposits at that time? Um, well, hey, anytime, anytime, anytime you do a deal like that. You do some due diligence, right? You're not going to just throw thirty billion and go, yeah, hey, you know, pay me back when you can. You want to know what the heck's going on, and you know, we've all been there. You set up those the war room, right? We call it the war room, where the uh, lawyers, the accountants, the bankers, in-house staff, everybody's got their war room, and they're trading confidential documents and information, and it should be pretty close to real time because this is a very real time kind of problem. So yeah, and that thirty billion, what what, what did they know when that thirty billion uh, infusion was made? Uh, was that just enough to keep them alive, but not enough? to let them die so they could have another day to get a better deal? I don't know. Um, Boy, the evidence is not very good when you look at it, right? I mean, um, you let somebody behind the curtain, they get to see everything. And, um, you know, I think even on this podcast, we talked about, hey, the friendly bankers. How friendly are they? You know, whenever they come along and say, hey, we're here to help. Uh, We're helping you to, like, get to the point of where you're going to die. And we're going to take everything you own. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a, it, it's a, there's definitely a big problem going on here, but like I said, there's not a lot of time to fix it. So let's, we're going to, we're going to, you know, figure all that other stuff out uh, later. Meanwhile, uh, why don't we dig in deal? Uh, Alan, how are we going to, how are we going to structure this deal? Okay. So um, let, there's, a part that could involve the government or regulators. And there's a, I don't see a way that it could not quite frankly. And part of the reason is, is everybody's hamstrung by certain accounting rules, right? We've got the mark mark to market issue. We got basically assets on FRB's balance sheet that are not being presented at current fair market value. And if somebody's trying to go figure out how can I acquire FRB, they got to figure out the fair market value of those assets. And if they pay, sure, if you're going to more acquire- than right, you're going to. 
Yeah, sure. If they're going to go through an acquisition, you have to look at the assets and liabilities and say, what did I get at fair value? And the difference is going to be goodwill. And if you have negative goodwill, you're going to go ahead and say, okay, I got to adjust the balance sheet until it's not there. But if you have positive goodwill, then you go ahead and say, I'm going to record it as an intangible. Yep. And that that gets really interesting when you start to break apart FRB's balance sheet. Then you got uh, loans that they made, 30-year mortgages that they made, you know, it probably higher under 3%. They've got uh, U.S. treasuries that they bought, you know, that are, say, two-year treasuries. You're a year in or a year and a half in that are underwater. Um, the, ba- the What's on the balance sheet that they can sell, the loans they've made and the uh, U.S. treasuries that they purchased back when, they're not looking good. Well, here's the thing. This is really something to understand about all banks. What's happened so far can happen to any bank. The idea that it's too big to fail is a misnomer because the whole banking system and the bank balance sheet for any particular bank is one big derivative. That's what it is. Because all you're doing is you're going to look and say at some point, if mark the market gets to the wrong side of this, FDIC comes in and takes the bank over. Why are they publicly traded? Where's the SEC in this? Where's the FASB in this or the ISAB even because this impacts foreigners as well and their banks? Where are the accounting rules that say, okay, um, the banks get a, a different view in order for them to say that the capital is there that we require? And so you have a yep. different kind of accounting for the banks, and it's industry-specific. What's wrong with that? But what is wrong is that you have a regulatory incompetence that's happened here. What happened in the middle of all of the warnings, the MRAs being issued, MRIs going out to uh, Silicon Valley Bank without any kind of action? It should have been taken over much earlier if they were really looking at this and saying, hey, this bank won't respond. The risk uh, management is poor. Uh, this is potentially going to create a banking crisis. The banking crisis is going to go from a banking crisis to a political crisis. We talked about this mm-hmm. before, and everyone is to blame. The Treasury, Janet Yellen, is to blame. Jerome Powell is to blame. The unintended consequences of bank failures should have been understood. There should have been a meeting with all the bankers saying, look, we're going to change some rules here, and this is what we need to do in order for your capital to be secure. Instead, investors have been led along with the belief that their investments are going to yield a benefit. You want to really make some money now? Go ahead and start thinking about your investments in the banks. Maybe it's going to go to the upside <laughs> because the regionals are all going to fail, and you can go ahead and just invest in the big banks. Or you can say that the next regional to fall is X, and let's go attack it because we right. have now the strategy. Go ahead and short. That's right. Short, short, get- short the regional bank. Yep. You will win because eventually they will fail because that's the way the system works. And guess what? We're not the only ones who understand this. You know, we have investors across the world. We have hedge funds across the world. Remember, in the 2008 financial crisis, the whole criticism was 
are the banks really acting like a hedge fund? Well, they must be because, you know what, whenever a hedge fund invests too much in a security and that security falls, the hedge fund collapses, right? And they have to return whatever yep. money's left to their shareholders, to their investors, right? That's the way it works. Yep. Well, let, let, let's get a little more nefarious than this, you know, GameStop in reverse, right? So you get you get everybody out in the ethers, you know, whatever you want to go, Reddit and the 8chan, wherever you want to go, 4chan, 8chan, I forget, you know, I'm, but anyway, and they say, let's target this bank and you start shorting it. And then you get people to start running it and saying, hey, take your money out, run on the bank. There is not a single bank in the United States that can survive a run on the bank, period. It's not the way banks are built. They're not supposed to have the cash to be able to give every depositor their money back in within a day or two. That's not how it works. Any Every bank in the system is vulnerable right now. And if you go back to 08, didn't they do a rule where you couldn't short publicly traded bank stocks anymore? They had to wait till they got right. out of that crisis. Right. Imagine if the SEC during this weekend determined that that was an action that needed to be taken. And said, mm -hmm. wait a minute, FDIC, you don't need to like try to close the sale right now because we have to go ahead and reinflate the balance sheet based on the fact that these, you know, stocks are uh, not being traded right now. Until they open, um, we're not sure exactly how to value them, which basically makes it really hard to sell. Yep. But I mean, look at what the Federal Reserve is doing right now. Look at what Treasury is trying to do right now. They're trying to say, we played by the rules and these banks didn't. Um, really take very good risk management, and so they're to blame. And uh, and so, what were they supposed to do when all this COVID money came flooding in as deposits? Right. People were like right. uh, putting that in, right? And it wasn't money that they had to pay taxes on. So what they're going back into, you know, these right. were loans, right? These were survivals, and they were like your business expenses because you know what the revenue is gone, and so we're trying to get you through this, right? right? But it was okay to mm -hmm. save America. But it's not okay to save the lenders to America. Right. And, every, and, th and there's people who are going to say, oh, the bankers this and the bank that and whatever. It's like, you know, whatever you want to say economically, even politically about banks, it's a super, super important pillar. I'm going to say pillar of our economy and our society, the way that it's built around, built up. And you, you there's just this huge risk right now between the accounting rules, between the Fed having 0% rates for 15 years and then raising them so steeply, so quickly, um, between the stimulus money that came out the last couple of years and everything else. It just it created this situation that's exceptional. It's unusual. And so I believe that exceptional and unusual action is needed from all sides, from the regulators to the government to to, to everybody to even even society itself. We got to say, hey, look, don't run your flipping bank. Don't do a run on the bank. Don't go try to get all your money out. If, if, if everybody calm down, FDIC is there, and um, I don't know. That's if you look at it, that that's really what happened. F, FRB lost about half of its deposits. In, in that quarter. You know what? Why didn't they get 
a special type of loan, just like the big banks did. You know, the regional banks now, you know, they're getting hit with this crisis. Um, you know, what was the uh, what was the idea here that, uh, you know, let's go ahead and, and frame it in a way that people will be, oh, okay, I get it. I'll go with that. Like, okay, if you call these banks, um, banks to the wealthy, you're missing the point that every city across America and every even small town has their particular distribution of wealthy people. Could be the mm -hmm. individual that has a farm. It could be the individual that has um, a business. Um, it could be somebody that uh, has been involved in whatever enterprise and they've made money. And they have a lot of influence with the banks. And so the banks cater to them. So big banks in New York City, big banks in Chicago, big banks in Miami, big banks in Los Angeles, you know, and as it turns out in the Bay Area region, two banks now have been targeted with deposit withdrawals. And, you know, the game plan is go ahead. Where's the next one? Because you know what? Right. It'd be great to get on the short side as long as you're allowed to short because you can go ahead and take them down to uh, what's that amount? Zero. Okay. So why, yeah. why doesn't the... Uh, Joe Biden, as an example, understand that right now he needs to see this as a crisis and the banking crisis is not going to be contained with just one bank failing here, one bank failing here and sell to the big banks. If all we're going to do is have big banks, then let's merge them all into one big bank and then we can all say, OK, we're uh, we're safer today. Well, you can, you're going to have your uh, Alexander Hamilton Thomas Jefferson debate. Let's huh? end that debate. Let's end that. You know, <laughs> Jefferson wants well, banks all over the place, and Hamilton says, no, one big treasury. Maybe this is right. the treasury's uh, game plan. Who knows? Yeah. Well, you know. So uh, the point is about the big banks in any given region, right? That is so true. And that there was Fed data that came out. Uh, recently, and for the two weeks ending March the 29th, the lending from smaller banks dropped by $74 billion. Mm -hmm. That's that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money that, that, you know, under normal circumstances, you would expect to be going into smaller local economies, feeding the engine of commerce and capitalism. And that money's not going into the into the system, so expansion is not going to happen. Purchasing those fixed assets and equipment's not going to happen. Hiring those incremental employees is not going to happen. And you know, the 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 small this issue hits in two ways. Um, obviously, we were talking about the runs and all that, but a run on the bank. But the other side is, what about the lending? Are banks of all sizes, including small ones, going to be as willing to lend, or are these lending are the terms going to be changing so much that it's going to choke out, you know, growth in the economy? I guess sure. that's the point of raising yeah. interest rates and well, you know, tamp tamp inflation. Right. Well, we're not going to have inflation, and we're going to have a recession that becomes severe. The banking crisis will become a political crisis, and what has happened is the same thing that's happened in the past. You have too much of lending to risk situations. So where were the risks? They were in, you know, lending to startups and they were lending to uh, commercial real estate that all of a sudden becomes empty. You know, so there's a lot of lending issues that come into this where they anticipated that they were going to pay back on those loans. And now all of a sudden there's going to be a lot of disruption 
and this is going to lead to a severe recession. And another thing to remember is what ended up happening in the early 80s with farms. You had a lot of farms, small farmers, mm -hmm. who then, because of the rates and change in interest rates, really struggled with being able to meet the payments. They needed a new tractor. They couldn't get a new tractor. You know, uh, mm -hmm. they needed to have different equipment. They couldn't get that. Now what has happened? Those small farms got bought out by bigger and bigger players. And so now, instead of having a whole lot of small farms, you have a bunch of big farms. Guess what's happening in the bank right. world? Right, right. They have industrial, and, and yeah, the the industrial farming that's going on. Yep, yep. So, um, how about how about this one? Um, what do you? So, what do we got to do here? Some so decisions being worked out right now among all these players. Between regulators, um, FDIC, SEC, um, Treasury, uh, between FRB itself, between the other banks that are trying to circle to to try to grab it, whether that be Chase, you know, I think a, I, I would love to see. You know, you hear about the bank Wells is on that list. Um, I would love to see Berkshire grab it. Right, I think that would look nice in their portfolio. They're very much uh, Berkshire Hathaway ha in insurance, but they don't have an actual an actual bank. That might be a nice little play there. Um, what do you What do you predict is going to happen? Like you know, let's say by end of day Monday, because it's got to happen over the weekend. But then yeah. Monday, something I mean, else. If there's any other bidders that want to step up, um, what I would say is go back to the original group. And say, you know, we we collected from you thirty billion, and we need X amount to keep them going, and you guys need to do that. And then here's what we'll do: we will guarantee it. We will guarantee their assets mm -hmm. that are available for sale. We'll guarantee that their basis cost will be paid. In other words, if they bought a security for let's call it a million, and its current fair value is four hundred thousand. They say, you know what, we will make sure that no matter what, hold it to whatever period of time that you want. And at any time you want to get from us the million dollars, just ask. We're guaranteeing it. In other words, yeah. they go ahead and they step in their guarantee. Because the thing about that is if they did that, then they are actually putting themselves in the same position of what they did with TARP. And what is happening is Joe Biden is missing how critical this is, which we've talked about on the podcast. It's critical for him to step in here and to do the right thing. If he doesn't do the right thing right now, this banking crisis is going to turn into turmoil and severe recession. Um, all of the understandings that it takes to realize how contagion happens and how fear happens, it really has to be something that you see. When you see panic, it's real. And when you see fear, it's real. And when you see the crowd react, yeah. it's real. Right. It, it could be it could be based on emotion or incorrect stuff, but once it happens, it's real. Um, so does that mean that every bank from hereafter should have a going concern audit opinion letter? Well, uh, what happened to the going concern requirements um, that the auditors, big four auditors, were supposed to be putting in on these banks. By the way, did you check and True. see on? Um, <laughs> did you see a going concern uh, on SVB before it collapsed? Um, did we see uh, a going like concern week, weeks before? Yeah, no. like did they say, okay, we have a real concern about whether we can stay in business if uninsured depositors decide in concert to take their money out of the bank? 
And guess what? Right. The same thing's true for Wells Fargo. The same's true for JP Morgan. The same's true for Bank of America, Citigroup, and same's true for PNC, who has been mm-hmm. in the bid um, right now. And, you know, it'd be yeah. great if they uh, ended up being a winner of those assets. And maybe they could actually do it in a way that Charles Schwab did with TD Ameritrade, where they go ahead and keep that name mm-hmm. out there. First Republic could keep its name yeah. out there. What's wrong with that? First yeah. Republic, a regional yeah. bank of PNC. Because here's why. If you go back to Pittsburgh and you look around, you have the three rivers. There's a lot of bridges. PNC knows how to build a bridge, and that's what we need right now. We need to build a bridge between saving this bank and uh, trying to make you know heads or tails happen in a way that it doesn't lead to fear and panic. Yep, I we're spot on. My opinion on the going concern: they either need to give every bank a going concern opinion in 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 the audits, or we need to change the rules of accounting for banks in concert with or in combination with changes in the regulatory environment and the Fed insurance environment, if you will, to the point you were mentioning earlier, where they're going to say that if you have treasuries on your balance sheet and they go underwater on the hold to maturity, we'll, we'll, we'll help you fill that hole so you can ride out that storm because every bank, every single bank's balance sheet has got these issues going on. So it's either change the rules or everybody gets a going concern opinion. Any bank can have a, can have a bank run and end up like these guys in, 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 in a short period of time, like a day or two or a longer period of time, like a month, six weeks. So, um, going to be really interesting to see what uh, what comes out um I'm, I'm glad we're getting this down i'm glad we're taking positions and uh identifying some of these issues and identifying the need to uh to, to something's got to change and there we'll is see what that is there is risk in the bay area right now and that risk is at the commercial real estate and that risk is also in the home value because if yeah. you don't have lenders where you can build businesses, you lose jobs. When you lose jobs in a geographical area, what ends up happening to home prices? They go down. Yep. And, uh, you know, the Bay Area has a, a certain level of risk here with, you know, the loss of a local lender. I mean, First Republic Bank has been very instrumental in helping to um, lend in the Bay Area. So, now you're going to have to, if they're just gone, you're going to have to go to someone else for uh, funds. And those funds are going to cost you a whole lot more, right? Because the cost in the banking system is going to go up. If we have more regulation, who bears the cost of that? Yep. I mean, even, even if FRB stays around, either way, the cost of borrowing is going up. And I, you know, I think if FRB goes away, I think the Bay Area is diversified enough and resilient enough. There's enough other banks around that I don't think it's going to, going to going to tailspin real estate. I'm going to, I'm going to diverge from you on that one. I think it, I think it could be a, a brief shock. I think it could, you know, what the heck's going on, but you know, to maybe to the other side though, if that sparks another irrational reaction, you know, emotional reaction, that, like you said, it doesn't matter if it's if it's technically correct or not. If that's the reality of what enough people start to do, that fire feeds itself, and that's where, and that problem continues. So, you know, let's see what happens. I mean, I think 
society needs to calm down and behave here too. And it's funny because Wall Street, man, they're just, you know, blood in the water and the sharks will circle. They give a crap about anything. So, you know, don't expect Wall Street. Wall Street is not going to bail the situation out, man. It's got to come from another direction. So, um, yeah. It is, uh, it is one of these situations where if it's not really thoughtful on how they come to a resolution, that there is a very strong possibility of unintended consequences. Well, let, let me go one step further on that. What about intentional nefarious consequences? What could Russia, North Korea, China do by shorting a bunch of stock? Or, you know, they don't have deposits in the bank per se to do a bank run. But heck, at the end of the day, China owns a whole bunch of federal treasuries. I mean, there's a there's just a bunch of stuff that can happen here that's just I'm sorry, we gotta realize that this part of this pillar of our economy is vulnerable and 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 think something needs to change and needs to change significantly and change quickly. Or we're gonna have uh, a dominoes that is just not going to be good. Yeah and, yeah. and to that point, thinking about just the international global impact, we saw what happened with Credit Suisse, who had troubles for 20 years. Mm -hmm. What was the, the uh, catalyst to make a change there and to force, you know, some action? And you think about that and say, okay, that really contained everything in Europe. Did it? You know, um, is, is, For now. Yeah. And, and so the question here is, whatever this resolution, um, does that make you feel better? Like, oh, good. First Republic Bank, their assets are sold. So now we feel safe. <laughs> Until the next meme comes up, man. You got to watch those back channels and see who's that's you got to start watching the short activity. And it, it's just it's just crazy. It's just crazy. Anyway, you know, the, the thing is, is that we are on the weekend and yep. um you know, our government really is supposed to be um, standing at the ready at all times to help provide for its citizens, right? If you're attacked on the weekend, um, they're going to raise their army to defend you. So, right. you know, right. it seems to me that uh, there's no reason why they can't use Saturday and Sunday to change the accounting rules, stop the shorting, and tell the Fed that they need to do some uh, guarantees. And, uh, you know, maybe Janet Yellen comes out of this without looking like uh, she's failed. Maybe Jerome Powell comes out of this with saying, hey, I was just in an inflation battle. Everybody should have understood that. I gave him a lot of headway saying interest rates are going up. Why didn't they listen? You know, um, right. but at, at, at some point you have to look and say, where were the regulators who had all the information? They saw all of what was going on in the banks and what did they do? They wrote some paper and said, you need to do something. But was their threat really uh, as strong as it should have been? Like, okay, we are going to basically come in and take over if you don't resolve this in X amount of time. And, uh, yep. you know, instead, what? what we had was we had the uh, the uh, the 30 billion flea bag, you know, so you take what? that over. What? But what, what, what you know, you know, what we had is the, uh, the 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 Fed released a report late last week about you know what they felt were the main issues and causes and contributing factors with the failure of uh, SVB and uh, Signature, and in the case of Signature, it was 
a lack of regu- enforcement of regulation due to a lack of regulators. They didn't have enough staff to deal with all this stuff, and they couldn't they couldn't analyze, figure it out, react, impose whatever quickly enough. And 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 that's another thing too is art. We've got labor shortages in a number of different professions, accounting being one of them. And, you know, that's a whole nother topic. You kind of just leave that one there. Um, but that's causing problems throughout the system, right? There's, mm-hmm. th- there was another article about not enough auditors for small cities, cities and counties, municipalities to issue bonds. So, th- I mean, that's, that's the staffing part of it. The other part is things happen so much faster. We don't have time to delay on the reg- inf- regulation mm-hmm. to identify and 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 enforce. So here we have the combination of fewer people in the prof- in a given profession and the need to get the work done faster with an ever higher volume of work to do. It's like it's something it's got to give and we don't have time to go well, you know, a couple things will break along the way but we'll figure it out eventually. It's like, no, sorry dude, we don't have time for that. <laughs> yeah. We got to do something quickly now. Well, Ray, it's always great to talk to you, um, certainly not under these kinds of circumstances, because uh, fear and yep. contagion is still out there. And the concern yep. here is that this is going to trigger a reaction. We just know what direction that takes. Um, and yep. it really seems like action needs to be taken in a very thoughtful way. There's not much yep. time left to do it. But thanks for yep. uh, coming on and uh, right taking on. a break from your hike. And uh, yeah, we're really, out there hiking. You really appreciate the your thoughts summer, here. Um, so thanks again, and uh, let you get back to, a, to your to your weekend. Uh, yeah, there we go. And I'm going to do a, a sip of as we as we go to sign off. Thank you, Alan. As always, nice chat. Um, I always love going over these things with you. And uh, that was our idea when we started was to uh, let our let our listeners in on some of the great conversations we had about this kind of stuff over the years. This is a real show for real people in real time. There we go. Cheers. Right, take care. Talk to you later. Bye. All right. Bye bye.